0: Stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having.
1: And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a
0: secret. We're here to amuse
1: your boosh.
0: Hey guys, welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily. And I'm Remy. And today we have some
1: games.
0: So excited for these games. Me too. But we also have a couple (laughs) new segments, which I'm so excited about? Yeah, um, we're very first inter- of all,
1: excited to introduce these. We have DS Teachable Moments, mm-hmm. which I'm very proud of this name. Yes, Emily came up with this name. I came up with, I think, doing this because I was wrong once. <laughs> it's yes. not pronounced Rihanna. It is Rihanna. And that was a D.S. teachable moment for me. I don't
0: hold it against you, <laughs> Remy, because I myself was not sure. Right. Because I feel like we've been gaslit by the media on this. Yeah.
1: Also, I just saw, um, like, a, I think it was Tonight Show or something with Jimmy Fallon, and he was interviewing ASAP Rocky, and he said Rihanna. But
0: it's an epidemic. What? What yeah. can I say? What but can I say? Teachable
1: moment. We're all wrong. So basically, what are we doing in this segment besides admitting that we are wrong?
0: only are we going to admit when we're wrong, because it, guys, you should know by now, Remy and I, you know, we're college educated. Sure. Mm. But who isn't nowadays?
1: I thought you were going to say we're college aged, And I was like, <laughs> we are not. It's never too late to go back. And it's never too late to learn, especially from you guys. So if we're talking about a subject that you have personal experience with a different opinion on or more questions about, or you just want to be like, you're wrong, then send us an email. Uh, email DST at betches.com with the subject line DS Teachable Moments, or DM us on Instagram with the first line being DS Teachable Moments.
0: And this is kind of a safe way that we can all weigh in, so yeah. to speak, on various topics without attacking each other. You and know? we'll read
1: them out loud on the podcast because I I don't know about you. I love to be taught.
0: Oh, I love being proven wrong.
1: Yeah. If you can do it. Yeah. We literally left the studio and I was like, OK, Google, what's the pronunciation of Rihanna? And it was like, Rihanna. And I was like, OK, <laughs> very impressed that Google knew that
0: because there's a lot of conflicting information out there. For sure. But yeah, I mean, I will say a DS teachable moment for me was somebody slid in my DMs uh-huh. and told me that I was wrong. At one point, I said that you can't... I don't even know why I was talking about this. Oh, it was when we were talking about Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Rihanna, okay. Rihanna. Okay, Um, I said that you can't have sex
1: for three months after giving birth. Right. And
0: apparently... It's actually six weeks.
1: Yeah. But the thing that you were citing, I think, was for C-sections.
0: Yes. And my friends, most of my friends have had C-sections. So that's probably how I heard it. Mm -hmm. Or, and I'm not ruling this out, by the way, maybe they were just saying that because they really weren't in the mood to have sex. You know? Yeah, maybe. Maybe they're pushing that rumor
1: (laughs) around so that the husbands won't be pressuring them to have sex. I don't know. Don't, Don't pressure your wife. She doesn't like you anymore. She's got baby now.
0: Yeah, she has other things <laughs> to focus on. And some women are super horny right after they give birth. Like somebody oh, yes. the person who actually told me it was six weeks said I couldn't even wait till then. Like yeah, I yeah, was yeah. dying to have sex. Yeah. Can't relate, but <laughs> we'll see how we'll I see can. how I am like I after I get pregnant. Yeah.
1: I uh actually had a little procedure one time when I was pregnant and I didn't want to be pregnant anymore. Huh? And you're not supposed to have sex like 24 hours after that. Oh, is that true? So I had butt sex.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You're like like a Christian girl from Kentucky. Yeah. Poop hole loophole. Everything
1: but. Yeah. (laughs) But if you want to teach us about anything, again, DS Teachable Moments, DM us, email us, tell us what you think. Um, Before we get into these games, Emily, what is going on with your body this week? my body's fucked up this I've week. I've been hearing
0: that. <laughs> okay. You know, it's so funny because um two episodes ago we were talking or god, I don't know when it's going to be at this Doesn't point, matter. but a few episodes ago we were talking to Kimberly Wilson about gut health mm-hmm. and how important it is and how it impacts your brain so much. And I really got um an education in that this week because I had um, something called the neurovirus.
1: Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that's what you had. Yeah,
0: it's, it's often referred to as the winter vomiting disease. Yep, yep. I've never had it before to my knowledge. And I got it at some point when I, I was in Florida last week. And I must have gotten it. And then um, on the way back on the plane, I was just incredibly nauseous. Ugh. And um, did we ne- vomit on the plane? I did not vomit on the plane. Just I'm Just actually- hot spits? Yeah, hot spits and just a lot of reeling, Ugh. a lot of like bending over and trying not to make noise, trying not to sound pathetic. Yeah, I, I had like, like oh. yeah, like yeah. whimpering, yeah. like a little puppy. Yeah, I am just really self conscious about sounding pathetic to people. Okay. Um, and there was this guy sitting next to me, and at one point, I I got up to go to the bathroom, and I <laughs> I was so embarrassed because I looked him in the eye, and I was just like, can I? please go to the bathroom you know because he's sitting in the aisle yeah yeah and i didn't want to inconvenience him yeah but i really really had to go yeah and then when i'm in the bathroom we started experiencing a little
1: turbulence oh and that was like not okay turbulence in the tummy and on the plane exactly that's horrible Both simultaneous so hot spits and shits
0: no, okay. no, not on the plane. Not okay, on the, okay. It was just
1: uneasiness. And, and okay. I'm,
0: I'm very thankful for that. I, I didn't even at the time, I didn't know for sure what I had. I just knew that something was up. Yeah. And then after I got home, then it got really bad. I, I was just like up half the night puking. Um, yeah. And now I'm on the mend. But every time I'm sick, this seems to happen. And Actually, a few days ago, I was watching The Devil Wears Prada, as you do. I was literally going to bring this up. Okay. You, so you know what I'm going to say. I do. There's a scene when Emily Blunt, mm-hmm. who in the movie, she is supposed to go, go to, to Paris, Paris. Yeah. for Fashion Week. She's the Emily that deserved to be in Paris. right? And um, spoiler alert, she ends up not she going doesn't to go Paris. Paris. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she says, um, Anne Hathaway's character says to her, Oh my god, you look so thin. Yeah. And she says, "Oh, do I thanks." And then she goes into this whole thing about I'm one
1: stomach flu away from my goal weight.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And that really fucked me up when yeah. it came out like and and I also but I still kind of relate to it because every time I I get
1: sick, I do experience some of those disordered thoughts. I was going to ask you about this because yeah. like you have a history of disordered eating. You know, we've we've spoken at length about it. and like, I've talked to you about occasions where people are accidentally losing weight and then slipping back into like an ed mindset. and I mm-hmm. feel like that's very, very easy to do. Like it happens to me with stomach bugs all the time that I start being like, oh, I'm so lucky that I feel this shitty.
0: yeah. well, see, this is the thing. It, in no way did I feel lucky that I was experiencing any of this, yeah, yeah, but a lot of racing thoughts. And listen, this can't be good for the healing process because it made me yeah. incredibly stressed out, yeah, just thinking like, Oh, well, I'm lying on the couch all day, but it's good because I'm only ingesting this much mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. or and and again, these are fleeting thoughts. These are not things that I actually think, but they're but intrusive. they're intrusive. Yeah. and um, and then on the other side of that, I would also have thoughts that were like, all I'm eating is sugar, and right. is that bad? Right. All I, you know, because I'm just drinking ginger ale and Pedialyte and eating um Bread. rice, and crackers. Yeah. You know, yeah. and and to me, that's not what I would normally eat. That's not the most nutritious, and it is all sugar. So then I I get really in my own head, like, am I consuming too much sugar? And really, none of that should be the focus. You should just be eating things that you can physically digest. Yeah. When you have a stomach virus, but. Yeah, it definitely, it creeps on in. It and do you feel in.
1: guilty when the
0: thoughts creep in? Yeah, I feel incredibly, yeah. incredibly guilty. Yeah, um, It's something I need to talk myself down from mm-hmm. um, and just focus on getting better. But I, the, the flip side of that, though, mm-hmm. is that it really does remind you to tune into your body. Totally, because that's why you're eating what
1: you're eating, because mm-hmm. you need it.
0: Yeah, and if something's not sitting well, you know immediately. Yeah, and you have to be really careful and really mindful. Like even, you know, seasoning stuff. Like uh-huh. I, I was eating very, very bland food. Would not even put pepper in my soup. I mean, definitely not pepper in my soup. Yeah, but but um, but I will tell you. Oh, maybe I should save this for last licks because even though this is a sick food, uh-huh.
2: it it's was delicious. Tasty. It's
0: delicious. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna save it. I'm gonna save it.
2: It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Small's. Small's cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens, and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages, and you scoop it, and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties, and they j'adore it it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it regularly.
0: Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. That's dot com. newly with two U's with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. What's been going on with you? Because we haven't really talked since I've been slowly dying. Okay. And so coming back to life.
1: It's interesting that you were saying it's what your body needs or whatever, because I yesterday went to this place to get a sandwich. I usually go to this place to get a sandwich. I also sometimes get salads there. And the guy when I walked up he was like oh do you want a salad and I was like yeah you know what that's the easier option I usually get that so I'm like ordering my salad or whatever. I'm like kind of excited for it I don't often order salads but What's I'm like the go-to salad there um so I make it with like tuna salad in it and I then love. I do hearts of palm Ooh. and cut tomatoes and red kidney beans olives and then a balsamic vinaigrette it's a lot of flavor. Oh, and feta cheese. A lot of flavor. Ooh, that's it's a basically lot of flavor. a sandwich. Welcome to flavor town. Yeah. yeah. But so it's not like, as, I'm not like skimping on this salad or anything by right. any means. Like I'm ex- excited. It's going to be a hearty salad. This guy next to me goes, oh, you're making me feel so guilty. I'm like, who are you? Yeah, wait, is what? this a random guy? <laughs> yeah, a random man. And I said, why? And he goes, I'm having a chicken parm sub. And I was like, oh, that sounds so good. And he was like, yeah, but you're having a salad. So now I feel guilty. And I was like, okay, well, your body probably needs the chicken parm sub. Like, that sounds really great. Maybe I'll have that for dinner. And he was like, ah, or whatever. And so he's having like an (laughs) existential crisis, like a real issue. And um, meanwhile, like the night before, I ate. Two sleeves of Tate's cookies by myself, like Mm. two good humor bars, you know, like this, the the ice cream, the ice cream. No, no, the ones with the strawberry on the outside, like (gasps) the cakey ones. Stop it. Yeah. That takes me back. Like, there's a reason I want a salad today. It's because like my body is over sugared, like I'm balancing right now Uh and it also has nothing to do with you. And so then the guy gives it to me, I pay. And then the other guy while I'm leaving goes, uh, I. You're so good for eating a salad or whatever. And I was like, you don't know what I ate last night. <laughs> and then I left because I was just like, I don't know what Wait, to- I can't believe you got two of those comments. Same guy. Oh, it was the same guy. No, no, guy. same guy the whole time. He like could not. Wow. Does this guy need someone to talk to? Yeah. Like in the beginning, I thought I was like being like. <laughs> jovial and stuff but then I was like listen now you're making me feel weird and it's a thing that I have felt for a while that like whenever I'm eating something that people deem healthy or whenever I've been living a healthy lifestyle uh that people are like oh you're working out a lot or whatever they always have commented to me and I've always internalized it as like okay so this makes other people feel bad like well then I don't want to do that
0: Right. I, this comes up a lot when when I go out to eat. Yeah. Um, I guess not as much as it used to, but this is going to be, you're going to, well, I don't know if you'll think this is weird, but there are definitely people out there who will think this is bizarre. Bring it on. For a long time, I could never order something at a restaurant if somebody else at my table was ordering the same thing.
1: Interesting.
0: I, like I had to order something different than everybody. That is odd. And it was especially hard. You like when wanted to
1: be unique.
0: I kind of like just wanted you, like, to be just different. like a little
1: manic pixie dream <laughs> orderer. <laughs>
0: yeah, but like then it's at the point where I would be between two things. Oh, no, 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 no. So this is where it got really chaotic okay mm-hmm. if somebody was asking me advice like oh I kind of want a burger but I kind of want a turkey club I don't know what should I do if I wanted the burger you I would, would say advise the turkey them, club yeah. yeah I would yeah. advise I'd be like oh I, I feel like you really want the turkey club yeah. though." <laughs> <laughs> so like uh, this is all to say I'm very affected by like what people, Other people are ordering. Are ordering yeah. And I think the experience of going out to eat is one that like can often make you feel disconnected from what you really want like you yeah. end up making choices that maybe you wouldn't
1: have made if it was just you it is embarrassing like my family went out to dinner the other night and we like all ordered like a pasta dish or whatever We're like I'll have that one too I'll yeah, have that like one too boring. it's embarrassing it's like, and you yeah you feel like a loser to the waitress or the waiter of. like and
0: I also have this thought in the back of my head like what if they don't like it and and then like
1: and then none of us like our food yeah or or like yeah
0: I don't know if they don't finish theirs I could try theirs like I could end up trying two things instead of one and and it It's this mental math. I'm telling you, it's this obsessive compulsive tendency that I have with food that makes it something that is not just what am I craving? What do I want? Mm, Which is separates you from it exactly. So like that's why I always need to remind myself. No, what do I actually want? And you should pick
1: with headphones on or something. You know, order without knowing what the or you know like order first.
0: Well, I will tell you. Um, when I was in Florida, we went out to an Italian place, and my mom and I both ordered pasta puttanesca, and I was fine with it. Go oh, girl! And I just, I just did
1: it. Amazing. I know. Big progress over so, here. But my thing with like eating, and having other people comment on it, like it, it does make me want to order things less. It makes me want to talk about working out less, um, mm-hmm. because then people are like oh, you're being so good, you know, like, and then it makes me like, I'm like, I, whatever I'm doing is not a reflection on how I feel about you living your life or anything like, yeah, does it also kind of make you feel like an imposter? Because that if I'm out to eat, and I got
0: a, you know, wedge salad, and somebody was like, oh, you're so
1: healthy, you're so then I disciplined, I feel the need to be like, you don't know what I ate last right. night, like, like, no, and I'm like, actually not. You, yeah, it's, it's really annoying. And then I'm like, you're, you're, you're projecting this whole life onto me that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. And I just get very annoyed when people are like, Ooh, you're ordering the, I don't know the fish. or you want to die? No, I wanted fish. Like, why is this a thing? And I think we should also keep in mind or, or even if you order the pasta, Oh, you got the pasta. I could never, I'm being good. (laughs) I don't
0: care. But it's like you, you could though. Yeah, you could. Yeah. Um, I, I think we need to keep in mind also that we just put these blanket terms on different menu items. And, you know, the way that it's prepared might actually not be that nutritionally you what's different. what's in my salad. Yeah. like It's, it's fucking everything. It's really not going to be that nutritionally different. Yeah. Um, and I, I'm not one who loves calorie counts on menus, mm-hmm. but... You know, if you go to a Panera and you look at the calorie counts, it's not like the soups are that much um, less caloric than the salads or the sandwiches, you know. So it's important to have perspective about that.
2: Yeah
0: want to move on to class pass or smash this yeah. is a new segment Ooh. and i'm so psyched for it because it means that we get to try a bunch of
1: different classes mm-hmm. um okay you guys wrote in and you were like we want to hear about the things that you're doing we want you to try more workouts like if we're shitting on pilates go try pilates and actually put your Put your Pilates where your mouth is. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was good. Yeah, that was really smart. Um, No, but so we are going to try some classes because like I've been wanting to try more things too.
0: I actually have been really wanting to try new things because I don't know if I've explicitly said it, but I'm having trouble with the gym right now. Like yeah. I, I just I've been out of my routine. I haven't been consistent and I've been getting bored. Mm-hmm. So I actually do want to try some new stuff and I think this is a great opportunity cuz then we can share, we can make it like um an interactive experience.
1: An experience. And if it's a, if it's a smash for us, could be a pass for you. If it's a pass for us, could be a smash for you. We're just going to offer our opinions on various classes.
0: True. And let us know if there are certain classes that you Want us to check out. Yeah. This would be actually be great. If you want to check out something, but you don't want to spend yeah. $30 on the we'll class, we'll be your guinea say. pigs. Exactly. Yeah. And we're the everyman, so we'll give it <laughs> to you straight. <laughs> no, really, though. Like, because we're, no. not, we're not like fitness girlies. That's we're not true. going to classes every other day. That's true. We will give you the real insight to, like, is yeah. this actually enjoyable? Yeah. What did I get out of it?
1: For sure. Did um, you go to any classes lately? I
0: actually did. And, you know, I don't know if this really counts as a class. I went to a sound bath.
1: Have you okay. ever been to one? Um, I did one as part of a retreat last January. Oh, fancy. Yeah. What kind of retreat were you on? It was um, It was actually, I, I wouldn't say fancy, fancy. It was in California and it was at a ranch. And it was a ranch reboot retreat. And my friend Nicolota, Nicolota. <laughs> <My> Nickelodeon. <laughs> my, friend, my friend Nicoletta Heidegger runs it. And she... Um, has a podcast called Sluts and Scholars, but it's basically, it was a retreat to like reconnect to yourself. So we did like horse, we did like equine therapy. Um, we pet I, wait, animals. Hey, 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 hold up. Yeah.
0: Um, so what is it like you're on horses? No, no, no. Do wh-
1: No, I, I, equine therapy is really hard to explain, but it's basically like trying to move the horse with your energy without touching it as a group and working together. It, yeah. It, like a horse Ouija board. Kind of, yes, yeah. That's one of the... But it was like a group activity. <laughs> That's one of the
0: silliest things I've ever no, heard <laughs> in my
1: life. Li- listen to the Ranch Reboot Retreat episode of How Come. You can learn all about it. But um, yeah, a, a sound bath was part of the end of it.
0: Uh, rewind. Was it just one horse? or One were there- horse. So you're all collected. So how many people were there? 20
1: people. So-, so we all stand around the stable or whatever, and the horse is in the middle. And we had to make our bodies big, basically, and try to influence the horse to run laps. And the goal was, like, we all decided, we were like, we're going to make it run, like, eight laps or whatever. And then the person's like, do you want to, like, do that high or whatever? We're like, okay, three, three. And the first one was so hard to, like do because like what are we doing we don't know what we're doing but uh-huh. and we also weren't communicating and like so nobody gave you any instruction on how to do this no because the point is like team building and like figuring out how to do stuff with a group right um and so it was really hard to do the first one but then the second and third laps were like really quick because we had all like discussed so you, and we were in it and yeah so
0: you figured out a way to inspire the horse yes. to move yeah Can you give us any insight on, like, if I wanted to make a horse run in
1: circles, what would I need to do? You need to make your body bigger so that it, like, walks away from you. And so it was basically we were, like, doing the wave with, like, us being like, ah, 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 and then the horse would go, like, around.
0: So it's kind of like they say when you get attacked by a bear— you make yourself really big. Yeah. And scary. Yeah. It's like that.
1: Yeah, but you're not trying to scare it. You're just trying to... It sounds like you are trying to scare it because you're trying to get it to run away. No, you're trying to give it your energy. This sounds like so woo-woo. And it, and it was. It really was. It's very LA. But it was very cool.
0: All right. Li- listen, don't knock it till you tried it. Yeah. We can file that under don't knock it till yeah. you try it. What we were talking... Oh, but you the did sound a sound bath. bath. Yeah.
1: And did you like it? Yes, but we did it outside. So I was freezing the whole time.
0: Okay. Outside is interesting. I feel like you need to be inside because you need the sound to be insulated. Mm, uh, for they, anybody, they had different
1: s- sections with the different bowls all around everyone.
0: Okay, so you really felt so like you, you were, were immersed yeah. in the sound. Yeah, um, I love them. I think they're so relaxing. I'm very sensitive to sound. Mm-hmm. I get off on ASMR. Okay, um, I, did not I get know that. Oh yeah, I get the brain tingles. Ooh. Everything. I love the sound of hair
1: being brushed. Interesting.
0: Ugh. Nothing like it,
1: but it makes you horny or you're just like it like it makes, makes my you brain happy. horny. OK, no, it, okay. no, it
0: doesn't make me horny. Like I'm not aroused. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I definitely get like tingles in the brain. Yeah. Um, and there are other things like I love, um, you know, the crunching of a chip.
1: Sure. Like a potato chip. I love when my cat crunches her hard food. Oh, best sound. That's ever. a new one. Ugh, so good.
0: Um, Yeah. So I, I mean. I'm no stranger to like ASMR and different stuff, but I haven't done that many sound baths. Um, and I found one when I was down in Florida and I just thought it would be a fun thing for me and my mom to do together. Yeah. Because my mom really likes to relax. It, <laughs> that's like what she's about. Yeah. Um. And so we go to this sound bath. It was $25 for a ticket to go, which I thought initially was pretty standard because Mm. here in New York, like a yoga class, you know, $25. That's about what it costs. But then I realized that this place, um, it actually was like quite a bargain because this place was, uh, it was a very small, like independent studio. I don't even know how I found this place. I, I did like an extensive Google search. Do you remember the name? Yes, it was called the Home Center, but it was spelled H-O-M with two little dots over it. Love that. Mm-hmm. But and I love the people who worked there. And it was it was a really nice environment. Anyway, after the fact, I realized it was actually cheaper than it normally is because a sound bath isn't really the same as a an exercise class or a yoga class. Mm-hmm. It's more like. It's kind of like a spa experience. It's kind of like a, a, a deep relaxation mm-hmm. experience. They need to bring somebody in who knows how to use the instruments mm-hmm. and has all the equipment and such. So that was actually a steal. If I wanted to go here in New York, I was looking up prices earlier today. It's at least $50. They, they're quite expensive. Yeah. So definitely not something that's accessible for everyone. But if you can go, yeah, it's a great stress reliever. So... Why? Because, so what they do is they set down the mats, the mm-hmm. yoga mats, they mm-hmm. have you lay down, and you get blankets, mm-hmm. and you get pillows, mm-hmm. you get everything you need. They even had eye masks, mm-hmm. like with pillows on them, nice. which I never knew that's something that I needed, but I think you. Need now that. I do. Yeah. And then they turn off all the lights, and... The person who came in, this was like somebody who does it professionally and goes to different studios to do these classes. Mm-hmm. She had a gong, like mm-hmm. a Chinese gong. And then she had these singing bowls that you yeah. you kind of, for people not familiar, you have like, it kind of looks like a mortar and pestle that yep. you would make guacamole yep. in. Mm-hmm. But it makes a really nice ringing noise. Whoa. I wish that guacamole came with it, but yeah. whatever. <laughs> um, and then there was a drum. But when I say a drum, it wasn't like a hi-hat. It was like, (laughs) you know, it was like almost like a bongo, like a a nice soft sound. And anyway, they alternate between different sounds to put you in different stages of deep relaxation.
1: Ooh. And
0: it makes you feel things. like That's nice. My mom fell
1: asleep, Mm -hmm. which
0: if you fall asleep during it, they don't discourage that, which is great.
1: I think like all of the women in Real Housewives of Beverly Hills fell asleep. Well, so
0: I, the only other time that I did one, I did fall asleep. Yeah. About halfway through and I had to be woken up at the end. This time I did not fall asleep, which I was happy about because when she switched off to the different instruments, I could really feel the difference in my body. Mm -hmm. Like, and the reason why I brought up the drum was she starts banging the drum and she's walking around and kind of softly banging the drum around each of us, like Mm -hmm. walking around each of us in a circle. And I felt, first of all, the floor was gently vibrating. Mm -hmm. I felt tingles throughout my entire body. It was probably the most relaxed I've ever felt in my entire life. Interesting.
1: Mm -hmm. So for me, the whole time I was like, this is bullshit. This is (laughs) bullshit. I am freezing. So I think this class would be a a pass for me but sounds like a hard smash for you
0: it's a hard smash yeah. for me I, if I could go to one every week I would
1: but but I like I also, the idea that you don't leave sweaty
0: no not at all I, know, It's
1: I, zero physical exertion yeah whatsoever yeah
0: no but I, I do think though if you go in with that mindset of like this is kind of dumb this is kind of boring mm-hmm. you're not going to enjoy it because it's a really
1: long time I was open to the horse therapy Emily
0: no. <laughs> well, the therapy like I would just be you know voyeuristic about it like I, I would just be it. dying to it see what the so horse fun. does yeah I mean <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: I'm gonna be googling later like videos of horse, horse. therapy
1: is a smash for me <laughs> but the, the sound bath is a pass but the pass yeah I'm gonna pass on the sound bath that's see that I so do enough crazy. laying in my my own time no,
0: but it's not just laying it's like it's like somebody lulling you to a deep state of relaxation with with different sounds. Mm-hmm. I guess it's just not
1: for everybody. Do you know what could be cool? What? If like you're in a, a home with two laptops. You could do it with one laptop too. But if you played like a sound bath from two laptops like around you in bed. You I'm going to try would that. Be fun.
0: I'm going to try yeah, that. It's
1: like less expensive than going. I
0: mean, I don't think it would be as good because it would just be coming from one speaker but that's what i'm saying two laptops yeah but even so like you wouldn't get the isolation of each Uh, instrument i uh. mean i'm thinking like a producer now um (laughs) i'm thinking like uh we're recording an album or something but but no but that's definitely a hack Mm -hmm. have you ever done nidra yoga Mm -mm. so nidra yoga is it's literally sleep yoga and it's kind of similar like they do
1: um shavasana the whole time
0: It is, it's mostly Shavasana, but Mm -hmm. they, and they have instruments. They do some sound bath stuff, Mm -hmm. but it's also like a way for you to access really deep restorative sleep. And I did it one time. And, but, but the thing about this is they want you to fall asleep. It's like the whole point. I've never slept more so they deeply. they can steal
1: your kidneys? No, just <laughs>
0: <not>. <laughs> they go into your wallet, see if you're an organ donor. Yeah. <laughs> That's why no, no one should be an organ donor.
1: I'm an organ donor. I'm an and organ I, donor too. And it's I, a joke, guys. Yeah. <laughs> and I recommend it.
0: Um, yeah, okay. Hard smash. And yeah, I, I would encourage you guys to try. Slide in my DMs if you do. And let me know if you liked it. Remy, I heard that you went to a class yesterday. Please tell me, what is your class pass or smash?
1: Yeah. I went to a class at um, this place called Energy the other day, and it was so very hard. You're really sore today. I am so sore. I'm literally walking like a tin man. Mm-hmm. And There's no oil can in sight, and yeah. I don't know what to do. Um, it was like all squats. It's tough. So much squats, weighted so much cardio, or not weighted? weighted and at the beginning they like had all of the weights at the mats already. Mm-hmm. I like immediately swapped out my weights. Eight, for lighter ones. 8 for 3s. Yeah.
0: Okay, fair. You, um, you're listening to your body and what it
1: needs. Yeah, and I also went to the class being like I don't feel amazing. I'm just going to go through the motions and do as much as I can, but not like push myself like over the limit. That's what you got to do because these
0: group classes are meant for all levels Mm -hmm, usually. mm -hmm. And it's easy to forget that. Like when I used to go to bar class, Mm -hmm. you know, there would be girls in there that were doing bar classes five days a week. Yeah. And I could not keep up with them. And that made me feel... Nor
1: should you on your first day. No, like like, it's
0: it's an unrealistic expectation. You should just you should do whatever you can do.
1: Yeah. And they gave us little adjustments. Like they were like, oh, if you want to adjust it higher and adjust it this way or whatever. And if you want to adjust it back. And I was just like, I will be doing that. But then there, uh, there was one like spurt at the end where we were doing planks and then moving our weights across our body in the plank. And for two of the circuits, I was like, there's absolutely no way I'm doing that. And then for the last one, I was like, I'm going to try it. And I Mm -hmm. did it. And it was really good. And I was like an exercise I've never done before. Like, Really targets the obliques, you guys.
0: I love doing that, like coming in at the last set. Yeah. And just doing it full out and being like, fuck y'all. Yeah. I've been amazing this whole time, actually. (laughs) If you finish strong, nobody will know the difference. Yeah.
1: Nobody saw me standing for like 30 seconds straight during some (laughs) of the other sets. You're like on the phone. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You're calling your mom. I
0: hate this class, And you hang up going hard. Yeah.
1: I'm like, actually, I've done all of these mountain climbers.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, you weren't counting? Yeah.
1: So that was fun. And now I'm sore as fuck. And one hack that I have learned for my soreness is I keep like a heater next to the bed at Ben's house because I'm always like freezing. And I just like stood in front of it. Do you mean a space heater? Yeah, space heater. Okay. And I just stood in front of it and I let it like kind of like melt my hammies.
0: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Um, I was thinking I need a heating pad for how often I get sore. You need a heating pad. Yeah. Oh, you need a
1: hot water bottle. I told you.
0: Yes. So um,
1: what is that? Because I feel like that's something okay. that my grandma used. Literally. I th- Okay. I didn't think it was a thing. I thought it was from the 1920s right. or something like that. Are you there, God? It's me, Mar- Margaret. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Mar- Margaret.
1: <laughs> it's me, Phyllis. It's that old. Um, no, I, I think it's like, I want to say... It's not a West Coast thing, but like Ben grew up on the West Coast and he grew up with a hot water bottle. No, it's his mom's British and oh, maybe I, think, it's a British I think it's a British thing. thing. Yeah. Um, but his hot water bottle is in like a Winnie the Pooh. Like it looks like Winnie the Pooh.
0: Okay.
1: Like it's really cute. It was like his as like a child.
0: What do you mean it looks like Winnie the Pooh?
1: Like the hot water bottle itself is rubber and you don't want that like directly on your skin. So they usually have like a soft sleeve or something and then on the. The head, since it's like a little harder, the top of it, they'll put like a squishy toy head. So his is a Winnie the Pooh head.
0: Oh, yeah. adorable. Yeah. Okay. So and it then I wanted looks one. like Winnie the Pooh. Yeah.
1: So he got me one and mine's a bunny and she's got a little red scarf and her name is Pooh Bun <laughs> instead of Pooh Bear.
0: <laughs> Very sweet. Yeah. And that's been... Making a positive impact. She's, uh, on you? My
1: sister was sick the other day and was like over at mine, and I like pulled out all the stops. I made her tea, I made her a little bed, I made her a poo bun, I stuck a squishmallow under her neck, and she was like, "This is life."
0: It's so nice to have somebody take care of yeah. you when you're sick. That is the one silver lining of being sick is
1: everyone likes you.
0: Yeah, like everyone's <laughs> nice to you. Everybody wants to do things for you, yeah. and also just like you have a built-in excuse to not do things. Yeah. And I, it's really great. You just don't appreciate it in the moment because you feel like ass. Even
1: being sore too. I was like, Ben, can you like <laughs> open the door for me?
0: Yeah. But that's like, you did it to yourself. That's, I know. that's like, you really don't have an
1: excuse, <laughs> but also he's like, Oh, look at you trying going and making your body stronger. Sure, Yeah. Sure. I'll go open the door for you, even though it's two feet from you. Well, to your credit, I will say I would have
0: never known you were sore if you didn't, Tell me you were sore. You still have a smile on your face. You're still right. I feel but like anytime sore, I get up
1: from a seat, I'm like, Ugh!
0: yeah, but let's be honest, it's <laughs> not that different from any other day. <laughs> All right, this energy class, yeah, smash or pass? I think smash. I okay. had fun.
1: And is there
0: anything you would have done differently? Like, would you?
1: I mean, it sounds like you were taking breaks. I'm just saying because you're so sore right, today. I, I am so sore. But like, I'm happy to do that once a week. I the, guess.
0: Here's the thing. If you actually did it more consistently or just did similar movements, yeah, yeah. you would not be this sore.
1: Yeah. that That's the great paradox of soreness. Right. And there were a lot of like things again that I did in that class that I've never done before. And I'm always like, oh, I've been an athlete my whole life. Like I went from ballet to tennis, to you know, like I've always known workouts. So I'm like, always really interested when I find a new workout or like a new stretch or something. Mm-hmm. So for that reason, it's going to be a smash.
0: Wow. Two smashes. Yeah. It's not always going to be like this. No. I will tell you, we're going to bring the drama with this <laughs> new segment. <laughs> Why don't we close it out with last licks today? Yes.
1: Even it's though not, I haven't. It's not so much of a game, but we enjoy it. I mean,
0: I feel like it's a game.
1: It's a game.
0: I, I haven't <laughs> eaten solid food in like five days, uh-huh. but I will still try.
1: Yeah. Well, oh, you said you had a really delicious last lick, so, though.
0: Okay. Yes. And the next time that any of you are sick and like you can't stomach that much, mm-hmm. we all know that rice is something that is easily digestible. Yep. Um. And I, I had the most delicious breakfast today. And Ooh. I mean, it. yeah, don't get too excited. Okay. It was white rice with cinnamon sugar. It's kind of like, yeah, no, it's so good, Remy. Okay. It's kind of like cinnamon toast uh-huh. but in rice form
1: and how much cinnamon sugar
0: uh i don't know like a tablespoon, tablespoon? Okay. yeah something like that and how and much rice you, like a bowl uh like a cup
1: cup okay
0: um and yeah bowl is not really a measurement fine <laughs> Yeah, like a measuring cup, a measuring cup of white rice and then a tablespoon of um, cinnamon sugar and you just mix it in. And it's because I really wanted something sweet. Yeah. You forget that like there's not that many sweet foods that you can eat when you're having stomach issues. Totally. um, Aside from like bananas and applesauce and stuff like that. So anyway, I would highly recommend. I wish that I knew about this when I was younger because I feel like I would have eaten it for breakfast all the time.
1: Ooh. I'll have to try it. Yeah. Um, My last lick is a smoothie that I am obsessed with and have been for the last month. It's from Tropical Juice Bar, which I think they only have them in New Jersey. Um, But I used to go there and I'd get the pina colada like every morning because I love a virgin pina. It makes me feel like I'm on vacation even when I'm not. It's always a winner. And like a few weeks ago, we went in and the girl behind the counter, shout out to Anna, was like, You know what's really good is if you mix in strawberry and mango into your pina colada. So
0: what is that exactly? Pineapple.
1: A strawberry mango pina colada.
0: So pineapple, strawberry, mango. mango. I'm writing this down. Yeah. Because I never know what to get at smoothie bars. Also, if
1: you go there... They say, because we went there one day when she wasn't there and the woman was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And also what I use as the base. And I was like, I don't know. And she was like, condensed milk. And I was like, sure. And it was so bad, but I didn't have the heart to tell her.
0: Condensed milk. Yeah. No. And then today
1: I went in and I was like, oh, Anna, you don't know what happened. She's like, I heard about it on Saturday. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Was was that person
0: new or something?
1: I don't know. But she was like, I've never heard this order before. And then she was asking me what to do. And I was like, what the fuck is with this pop quiz at 9 a.m. on a Saturday? but um is there like okay so I'm guessing there there's coconut in it no yes but so what Anna said to order is <laughs> yeah. a strawberry smoothie with pineapple and mango
0: okay but like what's in it Remy you're like I don't know you're keeping it so you it's a smoothie you didn't ask this woman what's in the smoothie no see this is like I We came into this podcast thinking that we were so similar and now I know that we are so fucking different because what? there's no way I would get a smoothie, especially if it was like, this sounds like your favorite smoothie Yeah, and you don't even know what the fuck is in
1: the smoothie. Well, what if you want to make the smoothie at home? What if you go on vacation? And we've you- tried to make the pina colada at home and it doesn't work the same way. So I just haven't. Because they have the magic they touch. They have the magic touch. Yeah. Okay. And I enjoy going You don't even know too. what kind of
0: milk is in it?
1: I have no idea. Okay. Can I Because just, that was the thing too is she was like, is it a juice base or a milk base? I was like, I no don't idea. Know. How do you make a pina colada? I
0: guess one would be creamier. I I'm guessing it's a milk base.
1: I'll ask Anna the next time milk. I'm in there.
0: I've never heard of putting condensed milk in a smoothie.
1: No, and I think she was like horrified by herself too, because she gave me like a little taster and I was like, It's great. And she was like, Okay. And I was like, Okay. You lied and said it was good. Gonna- yeah, because I <sighs> listen. <laughs> I had places to go.
0: Yeah, no, I've been there. I've been there. OK, so next time you go to the smoothie bar, can you please ask
1: exactly how ask to make Anna. It? Yeah. Make sure
0: Anna is there. Yeah. Ask her girl Anna exactly what's in the smoothie and write it down and then bring it to me. Yeah. Because I got to try.
1: And if you find yourself on Bergen Line, that's the one I go to in West New York. And Anna works on Wednesdays and Thursdays.
0: Oh, you know, maybe you could even bring me one. Oh, yeah. I'll pay you back. For sure. Or maybe I I'll won't. make Sean pay for it. <laughs> 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 um, and that was last licks, everybody. And that's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to DST at bedges.com to get them answered.
1: Yep. And follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode, please rate us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And then, of course, follow me at Remy Casimir. Follow me at Lubination. And, of course, we're always with you. Through
0: Thick and Thin.
1: Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge morales Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow
0: Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650.
1: Betches.